From the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, celebrating 30 years on the air. This week featuring guests from 1998, including Sunvolt, Baba Mall, Phoebe Snow, Gordon Lightfoot, interview guest Bob Randall, the Campbell Brothers, and more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here's Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Hello, everybody. We are continuing to mine the E-Town archives this week as we move through our attempt at capturing our 30-year history while we are still holding off on producing new E-Town shows during the pandemic. We're doing some live events at E-Town Hall, but not the full radio show yet. Lucky for us, and apparently for you all as well, judging by the feedback we're getting, the archives are full of amazing stuff. We're just dipping our toes into this reservoir of cool music and conversation. This week, we are making progress heading into 1998. Back when Bill Clinton was impeached, the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl, the minimum wage was $5.15, and Titanic won the Oscar for Best Picture. That's right, that was a little while ago. Uh, For us, we were then, uh, in 1998, in our seventh season, doing all of our shows at the Boulder Theater, unless we were on the road in other cities. We've chosen this week a great cross-section of talent for you, as Helen mentioned, and it starts off with a band that helped create a genre of music, now known as Americana, but back then it was just roots rock or country rock. But when the band Uncle Tupelo split up, the two bands that were born, Wilco and Sunvolt, carried on. And here is Jay Farrar and Sunvolt from back in 1998 on E-Town. So Walls falling through the floor Just as well to keep it Guessing game in store With me now With me again Other points in between The cruel, cruel mornings Turn the days of swim or sing Living right is easy What goes wrong, you're causing it didn't want to turn that way, you're causing it Drown, doesn't make a difference now, you're causing it Drown, silence knows, can't drown a heart I've been stances falling through the cracks each day Too close now to change it, this gold is lighter What goes wrong, you're causing it to drown Didn't want to turn that way, you're causing it to drown Doesn't make a difference now, you're causing it to drown Silence knows, you can't drown
sorted out You're with me now We'll be again All the points in between What goes wrong? You're causing it Drown Didn't want to turn that way You're causing it Drown Doesn't make a difference now You're causing it Drown Silence knows You can't drown Sunvolt, got Jay Farrar on guitar and vocals, Jay Boquist on guitar, Bob Steele, Mike Heidorn on drums, and Jim Boquist on bass and vocals. Sunvolt. Jeb Loy Nichols. Thank you. You mentioned that you listened to bluegrass music. Was your family also into bluegrass? Yeah, my dad especially was a big bluegrass uh, fan. And all summer we used to spend uh, trading around after bluegrass festivals all through the Midwest, through Missouri and Kansas and Arkansas, Ohio, going to bluegrass festivals. Mm -hmm. It was something that was a way into other kinds of music for me. You know, we'd listen to that and then I'd go home and listen to the kind of music that I was discovering on my own, which was more... R&B kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. It was Al Green and Bobby Womack and that sort of thing. And you also liked... Merle Haggard and oh, yeah. Charlie Rich. and Sure, I mean, Charlie Rich especially, Merle Haggard. I mean, you know, there was a certain kind of crossover thing that didn't seem to exclude one thing or the other. You know, that Charlie Rich was a great soul singer, Merle Haggard was a great soul singer, you know, and uh, there didn't seem to be a big difference between listening to Al Green or listening to Bobby Womack and then listening to those people. And then you moved to, when you moved to London, you really dove into the reggae world, right? You're working at a reggae record store and... Doing all that. But once again, I think it was just an extension of finding the music that I felt was my music. You know, you could listen to it and see the same elements within reggae that I saw within soul, that I saw within bluegrass. And it was all about a certain kind of songwriting and a certain kind of way of putting across a song. Mm -hmm. And your songs have a similar rhythmic feel to them, kind of a nice lope. Is, that, is there any reason for that? Well, I don't know. I think that it might be because I tend to walk around London and... Uh, right while I walk, and uh, I tend to walk at the same pace. And uh, <laughs> People tell me I should learn to jog, and maybe I'll write some faster songs. <laughs> well, I enjoy what you're doing. Glad to have you here. What do you got picked out for us? We're going to do a, uh, a song here, one of these uh, little moments in people's lives songs. <laughs> this is a song called As the Rain. We're going to get Nick to play mandolin again. It was a rain in this morning Lord, it was a rain in this morning Oh, it was a rain in this morning And I feel just as low 
just as low and lonely as the rain. Just yesterday, a wind came blowing through the streets of this old town, and it blew away. It blew away, yes, it did. It blew away. Oh, this brand new love that I found. Cause it was a rain in this morning. Yeah, it was a rain, a rain in this morning. And it was a rain in this morning. And I feel as low and lonely as a rain. Look to skies above and there ain't nothing in this land You will ever understand There ain't nothing you're ever gonna be sure of Cause it was a rain in this morning Yeah, it was a rain, a rain in this morning It was a rain in this morning I feel as low and lonely as a rain. Yeah, I feel as low and as lonely as the rain. Let's take it out.
Mr. Jebloy Nichols. Thank you, Jebloy Nichols and his band, which included one of my favorite guitar players, Denver's own Kenny Vaughn. Up next, a song from someone who became a star as a teenager with a song about being a teenager. Here's Janice Ian. Thank you, Janice Ian, Jebloin Nichols, and Sunvolt. We'll be back with lots more music and conversation after a short break. 
This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town. Welcome back. I'm Nick Forster. This is E-Town. We are diving into the archives from 1998. This week, up next, one of the most amazing conversations I've ever had on the E-Town stage. If we imagined sustainability, real sustainability here in America, we'd most likely think back to the native people who lived here for thousands of years without screwing things up. Up next, I get to talk with Bob Randall, the late actor and musician from Australia, who was born in the early 30s in the outback and lived with his indigenous tribe in the area of Ayers Rock. He grew up the same way his people had grown up for thousands of years, living off the land, traveling in a tribe or family, and he remembered it. He was captured at the age of six or seven and taken from his family, given a new name and indoctrinated, but he never forgot the beauty of his childhood family, and I never imagined that in my lifetime I would speak with someone who grew up in such an ancient way here is a part of my conversation with the late Bob Randall. Uh, I met him last week, and I asked him to stop by. Would you please welcome to E-Town a wonderful man, Mr. Bob Randall. Thank you, Nick, and the people of E-Town. Thank you for having me here. For your <laughs> very nice welcome. Great. And um, you were born in the early 30s. And you were given the name Bob Randall when you were about six or seven, after you were taken from your family. Yes, that's right. I was taken from my family at that age, uh, growing in the total arid zone of the centre, you know, where the land supplied all our needs, uh, wandering the country with my family and uh, appreciating Mother Earth for what she was able to give us and then institutionalised at the age of seven and uh, given the English name of Bob Randall. Yeah, and having to learn the English language too. Yeah, all that was new because I only spoke my own language, which yeah. is the Pindara. Tell me about that time with your family, because you, uh, at least of what you remember, you, were you nomadic? Did you travel around a lot or did you sort of stay put or did it depend on the season? Well, our house or land is really big, so we weren't nomadic in the sense that we went to other countries uh, or other nations belonging to other tribal groups. You know, we just walked around our own country yeah. and taking from the land what we needed to survive, learning the skills to be able to do that too, which, is, which was very important. What did you eat when you were young? Well, the grasses on the ground supplied the seeds for our small bread, which the mothers collected, and we have lots of mothers. Every child has many mothers, many well, fathers, and the other seeds which was mixed with those grass seeds was like wattle from the wattle from the plants that was there, uh, vegetables, roots, vegetables, and uh, bush food, classified, you know, referred to as bush tucker these days, of course, but they were the bush uh, foods we had, and no one did irrigation or planting. These things were always there. Yeah. I didn't think it would ever 
uh, be possible to meet someone who would sort of come up in that, uh, that ancient way, basically uninterrupted for a long time. That's right, right. You know, for many thousands of years, our people lived very well in yeah. a country where even today people visit Uluru, where my country is, or Ayers Rock, as it's known today. And uh, some of them say, how did anyone ever live yeah. in this country? I said, easy. You mentioned that you had many mothers and many fathers. What was that about? How did that happen? <laughs> Just the Aboriginal or Anangu family is like that. Every sister to my mother is my mother. Every brother's to my father is my father. And not only in the biological line of blood relationship system, but you have the ceremonial family system, which is stronger than the biological connection. Then you have the tribal connection. The whole purpose of that is to increase our caring for each other. Then outside of the human relationship, we are related to all the plants, the reptiles, the birds and the other animals who live in the same environment we live in. And you had that same caring sense for them as well? Exactly the same. Huh. Because you're raised to become like that. So the environment is a part of you. That is it. And we must care for every living thing on it as part of us. The two big gum trees, which is not far from the town of Alice Springs in Central Australia, Northern Territory, I can introduce you and I'll say, Nick, these are my grandparents. And they're ghost gums, huge ghost gums. This is my grandmother or and this is my grandfather. And I'd say to the trees, this is Nick. He's visiting from E-Town. <laughs> it's such an amazing perspective, and it makes, of course, perfect sense, because you had to understand nature so completely in order to survive, I suspect. Exactly. You know, the uh, learning of the botany of all the plants. Yeah. And there are many birds who drink three times a day, some animals who drink once a day, and you need to know about that for your own survival. Mm -hmm. And these were passed down not only through the stories, but also through the songs, the dances, and the paintings. Yeah. So complete. Everybody shares in their appreciation for each other and for their, their surroundings. Exactly. And uh, so dances and uh, ceremonies and, and music, I mean, what, what was that like? Oh, they were absolutely beautiful. Because once again, they established and strengthened the relationship with all the other living forms in your area. It's amazing. In case you just joined us, you're listening to E-Town. Guest is Mr. Bob Randall, who's, I guess it's, uh, you know, an Aboriginal elder at this point. You were taken away from your family, we mentioned at the age of uh, six, and then taken to mission schools and educated and sort of given an entirely separate identity in a not particularly humane way. Uh, sounded like they really wanted to change you. They really did. They didn't see the beauty of our culture. You know, yeah. today it's different. People are seeing, understanding, and wanting to know more. So do you find even in Australia that tradition which was, I mean, you weren't even a citizen, a recognized citizen of Australia until 1968. Isn't that That's right? That's right. Yeah. That's right, Nick. I couldn't vote. I wasn't classified or recognized as a citizen of my own country. And is it true that uh, there was a time in your lifetime when uh, killing Aboriginal people was not uh, considered a crime? That's right. That happened, you know, for, because the people wanted the land, the people who came wanted to do things on it, uh, and they had to get rid of us. But now things are different. Very much so, thanks to the attitude of the young, of the, of the world. They are making the changes. Yeah. And, and certainly it'll be really good to say goodbye to this old attitude, which set up barriers between people who are different. 
Because when you look at the different cultures, listen to the uh, many cultural ways of other people, you notice there are more similarities than differences, and we are all one. Yeah, that's, that's what your sort of kinship, your family thing is all about. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all over the world. You know, we are one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as an actor, you've been in films like um, Picnic at Hanging Rock and uh, The um, Last Wave, and you've been in a number of documentaries, including one based on a song of yours, My Brown Eyed Baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you find the... Uh, the arts, I guess, singing and writing and acting as a means to get your message out. I think music and uh, you know presenting your songs uh, is the way to go because people get tired of listening to lectures and angry voices yelling at the wrongs that's been done. And you can go beyond that when you put it to music. Mm-hmm. And if it's pleasant music, soft and gentle, you can still get your message across. That's yeah, such an amazing story. I just, want to, I just want to find out so that I heard you sort of say that young people are making a difference around the world and giving you a sense of optimism, a sense of hope that things, at least in your area, it's not too late, the sort of restoration and appreciation of the natural world is possible, that that kind of change can take place. It's happening everywhere. You know, in my country it's happening. People are realizing that the trees are very important to our world survival and that there is a relationship system out there with other living forms. You know, ours is a very old culture, and it uh, probably didn't change till just recently, you know, just over the last 200 years, which is, isn't long at all. No, it doesn't seem You know, long. and uh, we still got the practices which worked very successfully when nothing else was around. Yeah. No clothes, no houses, we survived and we lived well. <laughs> That's a great message to spread around these days. <laughs> Bob, I appreciate you taking the time to stop by and visit with us in E-Town and sharing this uh, really unique perspective with us. Thank you for giving me the time to meet my new family. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Bob Randall. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bob Randall. So amazing. Up next, two artists who were on the same show back in 1998, Bob Amal and Molly O'Brien. Some of you know that my bandmate for many years was Tim O'Brien, and years ago, Tim and his sister Molly made a record that I played on, and we toured together and did some more recording. Molly went on to put out a lot of records, but in 1998, the year that we are featuring this week, her record called Big Red Sun came out. It was produced by the late Charles Sautel. So we'll hear the amazing Bob Amal and his great band from Senegal, but first... Here's Molly with the title track, backed by me and the E-Tones, who also played on her record. Here's Molly O'Brien. Everything is going wrong It's not right anymore We can't seem to get along The way we did before So Big red sun, big red sun blue. 
Mile and his band. Let me ask you a little bit, if you don't mind, could you tell us about, is it Podor, the town where you grew up? Yes, Podor. Podor. This is at the north of Senegal, near the river Senegal. Yeah. And is it a big town? Just a middle town. Yeah. Yeah. And you grew up and were able to learn traditional music and stories. Yeah, my grandmom, my mother and my father was also musicians. But all around me, there was a lot of traditional music there. Yeah. That's the thing that goes with the life of people every day. We have done something like 300 villages. We have been to Mali, to Guinea, to Ivory Coast, to be near the people who know African music. Yeah. And this is when we just uh, meet uh, the historians, the musicologues who talk uh, uh, to us about what the meaning of the instruments we are playing, like the kora or the talking drum, yeah. and how to put this instrument together when we write a song. Because when you play African music, you must know exactly the personality of the instruments to know exactly how to put them together to give the sound. Because the message must catch people, and the message comes from how to put this instrument together. Yeah. It depends of what you are talking about to your people. Is there a? Yeah. But you also had radio, and you got to listen to uh, Sam Cooke and people like that, right? Didn't you? Yeah, I was growing up at the time where it was the new local radio in Africa. Yeah. 
like the Senegalese radio or the Mauritanian or uh, Malian radio. So at, by the same time, I was listening to the traditional music around me at home. At the radio, I was listening to American music or Western music. And when I listened to it, I say, wow, this is a lot of things that was very similar to my tra traditional music, like between uh, jazz, uh, blues, music, in some stuff you have there. It was very similar. And in my mind, like a child, I would say, oh, maybe one day I'm going to try to see where is the connection between yeah. these two kinds of music. Right. I love also the way that much of what you write about has a, a spiritual side and a connection to nature and the land and uh, the place, you know, your home. Yeah, I'm singing about the life of human being on Earth. Mm -hmm. In my country, the education shows us that uh, everyone is a part of his environment. When we sing, we sing about the life of people, how they're working at the fields. We sing about the water, the river, what the river gives, like a rhythm in our life. We sing everything, the trees, the nature. And we try to make the things, the life beautiful, to show that it's a light, but we must try to find it and to see it and to catch it. And sometimes, when something happens in the society, the people, and especially the young people, they want to know exactly what's the opinion of the musicians, right. what they say about that. And I can't say music is more popular than politicians and a lot of things in Senegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's true, if in, fact, uh, if in fact that's true, you must be like the president of Senegal. I, think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I can't pray <laughs> I, I to, be, to be a president, I think. Uh, the stage is more uh, comfortable for me yeah. to sing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. I'm, can we hear some more? You have another song for us? Yeah.
Thank you, Baba Mall and his great band. Our next guest was only on E-Town one time, and I remember being surprised by how he and his band arrived in Colorado for their E-Town show in his private plane, and I thought, wow, being a singer-songwriter can really pay off. He is, in fact, that legendary Canadian singer-songwriter, Gordon Lightfoot. Here he is on stage at E-Town from back in 1998. If you could read my mind... If you could read my mind, love, what a ten thoughts could tell. Just like an old time movie about a ghost from a mission well in a castle dark or for a dress strong. Chains upon my feet The stories always end And I will never be set free As long as I'm a ghost You can't see If I could read your mind, Lord What a tale your thoughts could tell just like a paperback novel The kind a drugstore would sell When you reach the part Where the heartaches come A hero be me The heroes often fail And you won't read that book again Because the end is just too hard to take Like a movie star Who gets burned in a three-way script Never number two Movie queen to play the scene Of bringing all the good things out in me For now, love, let's be real Like an old time movie about a ghost from a mission well in a castle dark or for a dress strong with chains upon my feet. The stories always end. And if you read between the lines, you will know 
night I never knew I could feel this way And I've got to say that I just don't get it I don't know where we went wrong But the feeling's gone And I just can't get it back Thank you very much. Thank you, Gordon Lightfoot. Thanks to Bob Amal and Molly O'Brien. We've got more music coming up after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town. Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who hear E-Town on stations like WRUR in Rochester, New York, on KBCO in Boulder and Denver, Colorado, and on UMFM in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. As always, if you want some more information, there's all kinds of stuff to see and hear on our website, etown.org. We are continuing our exploration of our archives with a focus on 1998. We've got three performances that were really outstanding from that season. Phoebe Snow, the Cowboy Junkies, and the Campbell Brothers. Up first, another singer who was only on our show one time, here doing a Joni Mitchell song, the late and great Phoebe Snow. Just before our love got lost, you said I am as constant as the northern stars Constantly in the darkness Where's that? If you want me, I'll be in the bar On the back of a cartoon coaster In the blue TV screen light I drew a map of Canada, oh Canada With your face sketched on it twice You're in my blood like holy wine You taste so bitter and so sweet Oh, I could drink a case of you on my feet and still be on my feet
I am a lonely painter I live in a box of paints I'm frightened by the devil And I'm drawn to those who ain't afraid I remember that time you told me Love is touching souls Surely you touch mine Part of you pours out of me in these lines from time to time. You're in my blood like holy wine. You taste so bitter and so sweet. Oh, I could drink a case of you. I met a woman, she had a mouth like yours She knew your life, she knew your devils and your deeds She said, go to him, stay with him if you can But be prepared to bleed You're in my blood like holy wine You taste so bitter and so sweet of you still be on my feet still be on my feet hey. Hey. Hey.
Cowboy Junkies. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guests. There is a tradition uh, that started in the 30s when the Hawaiian music craze swept the nation. But this has to do with church music, started by players like Truman and Willie Eason, and, and spread throughout what's called the Keith and Jewel Dominions of the Holiness Pentecostal Churches. It's a style of playing a steel guitar that is really unique, often played on kind of a single string, almost like a singing voice sound with special tunings. It sounds really amazing. We are fortunate to have with us a group of brothers who've been playing in this style all their lives. Would you please welcome to E-Town, the Campbell Brothers.
Thank you. That's the Campbell brothers. Chuck Campbell on the pedal steel, Derek Campbell on the eight-string lap steel, Phil Campbell on guitar, and young Carl Campbell on the drums. The Campbell brothers. That was the mysterious and soulful Campbell brothers. And before that, Cowboy Junkies and Phoebe Snow. We have time for another song, but first I want to thank all of our guests from this week for once again sharing their archived performances with all of you. I also want to thank our production team, Donna Giardina, Todd Ayers, and a special thanks to Helen Forster. We're going to leave you with some music from a band from New York City. They had gotten together a year or two before their performance here on stage at the Boulder Theater, and they continue to perform today playing what they call traditional Jewish party music. They are the Klezmatics. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. This is a production of E-Town. Wow, what a show. A great visit to our 1998 season. Of course, we can never fit everything in. There's so much stuff we weren't able to include. But I do want to thank all the guests whose performances helped make that show special. Sunvolt, Jebloy Nichols, Janice Ian, Molly O'Brien, Bob Amal, Gordon Lightfoot, Phoebe Snow, the Cowboy Junkies, the Campbell Brothers, and of course the Klezmatics, and my conversation with the late Bob Randall. So much good stuff. I hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.